Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take. This is episode 178. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Congratulations, everybody. You officially made it. It is baseball season. It is our time. Our time is now. It's our time. So that's it. I mean, we we did it. We're what a week away from pitchers and catchers. No, we're days. Less than we're days. days away from pitchers and catchers. And I mean, it's it's it. You know, the parade is over. Brady's done throwing trophies all over the place, getting hammered on a boat. It is now officially our time. What is the official day? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't know why like I thought it was. Let's just go with today. Oh, it's like 17th. So maybe you were right. Oh, a week one, from today. One week. That's crazy. So you were right. Weird. Good Thanks. call. I appreciate it. Thanks All right. You told me you had a little little story you wanted to share with the people before oh, we yeah, got yeah. into okay. things. So, so I'm, I'm kind of lucky. Our company does cool stuff. Um, every once in a while, they'll do like a company-wide DoorDash. So all of us can get lunch on the company. Like, hey, just log in, use our account, and you can get a $25 lunch or whatever. So your boy gets after some Chick-fil-A today. And I'm scrolling through, just curious, because I'm like, I want to use up all of this 25 bucks, right? I mean, it's, it's just going to go to waste. Naturally. So I want to use it all, all of it. And scrolling all the way to the bottom, you can get eight ounce tubes of their sauces. So you can get the little free cups that you ask for when you get like a sandwich. You get like, hey, all right, here's what, what sauces you want. I want Chick-fil-A sauce. Fine. They throw in the little thing. For like three bucks, you can get... An eight ounce of all their sauces. What would you do with that sauce, though? What do you mean? Chick-fil-A sauce? I'll put that on a freaking flip-flop and eat that. I don't care. That's a quote card. You could put Chick-fil-A sauce on anything. Fire. Polynesian. Chick-fil-A sauce? Give me some of that every once in a while, too. Chick-fil-A sauce on a grilled cheese? Money. There you go. Eight ounce tube. You got it. I just. But if you play your cards right. You, you always ask for extra. All right. Get extra. Keep them in the fridge. But hey, when you got money to blow like you, man, I mean, it was free. Go I didn't it. order it. To be fair, I didn't order it. I was like, well, if I do this, this dude's getting like a dollar twenty-seven in tip. So I didn't, I didn't order the tube. But just saying, for anyone that doesn't know, they have those bottles. Order a bottle, knock yourself out. You're welcome. You heard it here yeah, first. You can learn a lot about Chick Fil A's menu when you when you scroll the app. You can get a you can get a bag of their uh, ice, like you know how they have like the little oh, pellet yeah, ice. Oh yeah, they got the good ice. They sell it in bags. Who knew? I knew Sonic did that. How much is a bag of ice at Chick-fil-A? I think it's a little over like two bucks. Very much so. If you're a big ice person. I'm a big yeah. ice guy. Big ice. Anyway, you're welcome. Nate, yeah. Nice little, nice little nugget there. Yeah. Letting the people know. Uh, Nate, baseball history, as always. Any good? Uh, it's all right. Nothing we crazy. We had back-to-back, back-to-back episodes. Yeah, I mean, you got Solid. two gold, you got two gold yeah. medals back-to-back. I mean, yeah. can't do it every week. That's but cool. today... Today's baseball history, February 11th, is when you'll most likely be hearing this. Starting in 1915, you this will be uh, relevant to you, Nate. New York Giants president Harry Hempstead rejects the International League's request for permission to put a team in the Bronx. The shift of the Isles, Jersey City, to the nearby borough, already the home of the Yankees, was conceived as a way to prop up the failing minor league franchise and perhaps as an opportunity to thwart the invasion of the Federal League into the Big Apple. So basically... The minor leagues were requesting to put a team in the Bronx. This is 1915, you said? Yes. 
Yeah, so the Yankees are just like fresh on the scene. They've only been there right, you know, which then less than 20 years. So had me going down a rabbit hole because then I I remembered, which I, I almost texted you this, but I don't know if I ever put two and two together that the Yankees, the New York Giants, and the Brooklyn Dodgers were all in New York at the same at the same time at yeah. one point. Yeah, Isn't that I'd wild. Never, I had never put that together. Yeah, pretty sick. Pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, I I couldn't really imagine a minor league team in the Bronx. Where, It'd be weird. You, yeah. you would know. Where would they even go? Honestly, there's no room. Now, I mean, there's no room. I don't know what it was like 106 years ago. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure there was a little more real estate up in up yeah. in the Bronx back then. I'm just saying, like, think, thinking in, in terms I of mean, today. Where overall, people don't understand that the boroughs are just, they're not big. They're not big at all. And Manhattan is very much just like, it's it's a lot of businesses, right? Obviously, there's some apartments there, but it's it's businesses, it's corporations, it's skyscrapers, it's where you know the business is happening. So business is booming. When you're talking about other boroughs, you know, like Queens, and you're talking Bronx, those other boroughs are more like residential. So I don't know if it was always that way back in 1915. Who knows? But I, I mean, you'd have to be plowing down some apartment buildings to uh, to fit in a new a new ballpark. I don't know. I think it's just yeah. wild. Not ideal. No, not the move. Not ideal. Uh, also, not the move, Nate. I'm not a fan of this at all. 2001, as thousands cheer, Three River Stadium, Pittsburgh's 30-year-old sports venue, is imploded when electricity surges through a detonating cord connected to more than 4,800 pounds of dynamite in 2,500 spots in the former home of the Pirates and Steelers. Roberto Clemente's 3,000th hit, as well as Mike Schmidt's 500th career home run are part of the park's legacy. 30 years. It's quick. We're, we're saying see ya. It's quick. It's, it reminds me of the Braves. Yeah, I mean, what is, was, what's up with the turnaround? I, it doesn't but make any sense to me. To be honest with you, I mean, the new Pirates park oh, yeah. is sick. Like, oh, yeah. That is, made, that looks made a like, nice transition. Yeah, that looks like a backyard baseball stadium all day. It's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. 30 years is quick in my mind. But if you think about it, things are really changing. Like Coors Field is now considered one of the older ballparks. Which is just wild. For, what? That that was built in the late 90s. So, like, what are we talking about? It just seems like an... Un- I mean, I, I get We're it. We're getting you old. Got, this is the moral of the story. We're getting No, no the, I get it. Like, you, you got to make, make business moves. You got to make your your ballpark appealing to fans. But it's like... Look at the look at Wrigley. Look at Fenway. I mean, those are obviously mm-hmm. two kind of sure. out there examples, yeah. just of what they represent. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's the stadium itself that's not. No, it's the bringing culture. you the money, right? It's the culture. I don't know. It's 100 percent the culture. It, it's just strange to me that um, for football, like the only time you're really seeing new stadiums is when teams leave cities to a new city. You don't really see same cities imploding stadiums to build a new one you know what i mean so i I agree with you like 30 years is too quick i get the braves one they built it for the for the olympics in the night and it wasn't really made for any type of spectacular baseball field it's pretty boring it's mainly a track field the whole time but i don't know so i mentioned rabbit hole earlier i went down a rabbit hole with some other parks i was looking at ebbets field Mm -hmm. and found obviously ebbets field no longer exists but I found I out the plate is still there. Somewhere. Yes, and that's where I, that's where I was yeah. going with this. So I I saw that apparently, and I may have heard this before, I just didn't register. But 
home plate is in, I think it said like the lobby of an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And it's just the home plate. And it says like something along the lines of home plate of Ebbets Field at this location, Jackie Robinson, something. Yeah. I don't want to misquote it, but basically saying like change the game, broke the color barrier, all that. I'm like, that's pretty wild. Kind of yeah. sad, but. Yeah, it is kind of sad. I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I never got the chance to go to old Yankee Stadium, but there's been many times, and I mean many, like four or five times that I've tried after a Yankees game where the old stadium was is now just a couple parks. So it's like two baseball fields facing each other. There's no fences, just backstop, backstop, kind of adjacent to each other. And I've like walked around that whole area five or six times trying to find if there's like a plaque for old Yankee stadium home plate something i can't find it anywhere to be fair it's been dark and i had some drinks at the game but do you know if it exists like does any i don't know if it's there i didn't really do any research i tried it didn't pull anything up i don't know there has to be something that i will for that is one one hill i will always be willing to die on that is one of the most unforgivable baseball sins forgetting rid of that one getting rid of yankee like a what i know was I was going through their minds. And I know you feel that way. And once I take you to new Yankee Stadium, you'll 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 be able to appreciate. I agree. I wish old Yankee Stadium was still there. I think it's amazing. I think it's it could have been in that category of Fenway and Wrigley. But new Yankee Stadium is sick, dude. It's sick. It's gorgeous. There's not a bad seat there. I mean, I, I, I'll take your word for it. I'm just saying. I'm We'll go. I'm not thrilled about it. I got you. Uh, and lastly here, Nate, 2005, Jose Canseco's controversial book, Your Favorite Guy. This dude's an idiot. His controversial book, Juiced, is made available in select markets in anticipation of his appearance on CBS 60 Minutes. The self-proclaimed godfather of the steroids in baseball alleges Mark McGuire, Juan Gonzalez, Rafael Palmero, and Pudge Rodriguez all using illegal performance-enhancing drugs. This guy's a clown. Dude is a clown. The whole rough and rowdy thing that Barstool did with his fight against some rando. Totally threw it. Was, it. Collected yeah. a quick check. No, I I more so brought it up because it had me thinking, did we ever mention on here the fact, I mean, I know I put it on the story. Did we ever mention the fact that he commented on our Christmas post? Like, yeah. Did we ever make note of that? Because I know we were like on weird. break. We I think we were on, we're on a, break. I don't think we ever talked about it on air. Dude just randomly follows us yeah. and then comments, what do you say, like, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals or something? Yeah, yeah. And then you text me. I don't know, me. man. I had posted the graphic, and then I was like, all right, I'm not going to check it. And then you text me like, bro, did Jose Canseco just comment on our post? And I was like. Just strange. The dude's a clown, though. The dude just. Uh, yeah. Not not a fan of the guy. Get off of social media, please. Yeah, just do yourself a favor. Yeah. Um, Nate. Got a, a few topics to discuss here today. First of which, the league and the players' union agreeing to terms for the 2021 season. Not necessarily news. We kind of saw a lot of these uh, stipulations coming. The seven-inning doubleheader, extra inning rule for 2021, mm-hmm. both of which I don't think we're crazy about. Those go hand in hand. There was either going to be both of those or neither. So it, it had to happen. They're focused on being able to get through games quicker. Um it is trash it is. also no universal dh which i think it's safe to say this will be the last probably the last year without that. the last year and then we can get to good baseball yeah i'm just glad we got a full season um we're gonna have a full amount of games minus the 
doubleheaders games that uh, don't have. I, I think um, there was probably some behind the scenes stuff as far as nothing I read came out saying that there was a change to compensation. There was a change as far as definite salaries being met for games being canceled for players missing games for uh, you know getting covid whatever i don't know if any of that yeah, was stated no was i mean it? that was the that was the union's that was the biggest, hold up. yeah that was their biggest hang up with the whole thing so i'm uh, i would imagine i'd have to go back and check but i would i would assume that everything got yeah. ironed out yeah financially I, at least. I guess so i think that was the big hold up and i think other than that the players don't really care um here i heard the coolest most unique take on MLB Network, and it was Joel Sherman. He was talking about it the other day when this first got dropped. When we're talking about no universal DH, and we're talking about the health of pitchers hitting, running bases, etc. The biggest thing, this biggest point was when we had it all of last year, we didn't have the full time for these players to stay in shape, right? For these specifically pitchers to stay in shape. Now we're talking about a, a, a abbreviated season where they didn't get fully conditioned. You're talking now last we're gonna, year. We're talking last year, right? They didn't run. They didn't hit. They didn't meet their innings limit that they normally do. There was no 180, 200 innings. Now we're talking about these pitchers coming back to a normal season. Now they have to hit. If there's ever a time where there should be a universal DH for health reasons, it's now. You know what I'm saying? These pitchers just took off a full year of not being in the box, not running bases. Now we're going to toss them back in and say you got to do it again. For a full 162. For 162. And we just talked about how this is probably it. Now 2022 rolls around and we're back to Universal DH. The money that these pitchers are making is at the highest rate. We just saw a free agent just sign for $40 million a year. I don't understand why we can't recognize that this is potentially harmful. And I get it. I mean, you can overall, you can just argue, yes, they're athletes. They should be able to handle it. We've seen athletes on a baseball field before. We've seen other athletes try and throw a baseball, try and hit a baseball. It doesn't work. It's not the same. Okay. I'm not calling pitchers non-athletes. I don't think they're as athletic as position players. And we're talking about your most valuable players who are already at risk for now having to ramp up for a preparation of 200 innings to also get in the box. The risk is higher than before for your arm. Now let's go ahead and risk your legs just to switch it again next year. Which is all, I mean, let's not, that's, let's, that's let's not joke around. Let's not kid All around. but that's, a lock. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's done deal. I don't understand it. Overall, the entire argument and John Smoltz talked about it at the same time on MLB Network. We're the only sport where two leagues play with different rules, with the same common goal. It doesn't make sense, man. It, it really doesn't. That's like forcing your quarterback to go play safety on defense. Is it, is it worth the financial risk? So if we're ever going to see a year where pitchers are just going to be like, hmm, I'm just going to sit here and take my pitches. If I K looking, who cares? Yeah, I need I'm- to go win a ring. I mean, knowing that this isn't coming back next year, I'm really looking forward to the just total lack of effort at the plate from pitchers this year because they honestly couldn't care less. We're talking about the highest financial point as far as salary goes 
for our players. They're making the most money they've ever made. Why are we risking it? Who's a guy, on a more lighter note, who's a guy, if this is the last year of pitcher sitting, who's a guy that you're going to want to keep your eye on at the at the dish in terms of at-bats? To just to see how they perform? Or are you or like... More, uh, more for like comical, I mean, either that or for just comical reasons. Like I'm just sitting here thinking like Trevor Bauer would be kind yeah. of... Yeah, he hasn't and again he was in he was in he was in the NL last year, but it was, right, right, right. It was I'm just DH. saying like in LA, yeah. So he this is gonna be new for him. You wanna risk that forty mil by getting a hard ninety in on a routine ground ball to shortstop? No. Is that what you pay to watch? Is that what you go to games to see? Is that what you pay MLB TV for? To watch a free out? Enough with the strategy, enough with the double switching. Am I going to take him out? Am I going to leave him in? Stop. There's still managing going on in the AL. There's still questionable things happening of when you pull him, when you leave him in. We just saw Blake Snell do it in the World Series. He yanked him. That was controversial. That's with AL rules. We still talked about it. There's still managing happening. I'm not paying for games to go see a free out ever. But Nate, Madison Bumgarner can hit home runs. Whatever, bro. Let's keep it. Let's keep it Have forever fun. so Madison Bumgarner can hit home Have runs. Have fun. And this, I hope this conversation changes, and I hope it doesn't come at the moment where we're watching a big name go down. I don't want to see a Trevor Bauer get hurt in midseason because he's having to run and having to try to get from first to third on a single. I don't want to see that. I mean, let's not forget, Max Scherzer gave himself a black eye on team. <laughs> in BP. In BP. What are we talking about here? Nate, it's, additionally, it's just not their job. Like, let them do their job. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not calling them unathletic. Just stick to your job. Simple as that. We don't have player managers anymore, do we? I wish Get we did. Get out of here. I wish we Nate, additionally, as part of these terms, players will not be required to wear masks on the field, and they will be wearing... Did I read this correctly? Correct me if I'm wrong. Some type of tracer, right? Tracing technology? Like, yeah. I don't know. I we guess have it's COVID similar to sniffing the, dogs now, so who knows what the... <laughs> I guess it's similar to what the NBA does, which is what I read in my research, but it helps identify close contacts if there's a positive test, so something to take note of. Also, yeah. there will be a mandatory five-day-at-home quarantine prior to reporting to spring training, mm-hmm. so what do we say, a week, so starting here in a couple of days. Uh, a 10-day isolation period required <clears throat> for individuals who test positive for COVID-19, which, what was it last year? Uh, was I don't there an, know. The, I mean, I know there was an isolation period, but it was the two. You had to test negative twice, right? Yeah, and like the test had to be like seventy-two hours apart or something. I want to say the isolation was two weeks. I thought it was maybe a few more days. I thought it was fourteen days. Yeah, I thought it was fourteen days for everybody. It's dropped down to ten now. I don't know. And then during the season, individuals during road trips are not are quote not permitted to leave the hotel other than for team activities at the team facility or ballpark. Sounds like they'll only allow to be doing outdoor walks slash exercise and outdoor dining. As well as uh, grocery store visits. I saw that was a that was allowed. Ah, yes. And medical reasons, but that's I don't I don't want to I could I think I could go down a roll right now. I already had my rant. I have another one coming later also. So Oh yeah, baby, top ten catchers. I, I love it. Do you have any takes on the do you have any do you have any rants sort up for the league announcing the changes to the ball? Oh man, I just I'm curious to see what what exactly it is. Did you did we go in depth at all about what's changing? So from Lower what laces, I read, is looser laces. From what I read, they're gonna reduce the weight, which will 
apparently decrease the amount of bounciness, which as a result Jump off the bat, reduces basically. home runs. Yeah, it says the in the studies they've run so far, it says there's an estimation that the change in bounciness would reduce the flight by an average of one to two feet on a 375 foot fly ball. Uh, spring training is more important than ever for this. Like, I think pay, definitely pay attention to spring training. Pay attention to players' reactions. Um, these players now know right out of the, you know right off the bat out of the box if they got it. And if you're seeing dudes pimp this and it's being caught at the track and it's happening often, this could be an issue. I'm okay with it. I like the idea of getting things back to normal and bringing it back down to earth a little bit. Which brings up the point. If they're going to come out and say, hey, we're going to deaden the ball, why not just admit, acknowledge the fact that you did, in fact, change the ball these last two to three years? Yeah, exactly. Or more, possibly. Yeah. It didn't come out of nowhere. You changed the ball. Then it got a little too much. Five of the six seasons with the highest home run rates, home run rates in baseball history have occurred since the start of 2016. When did Manfred take over? I'm not kidding. It just puts his head down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to be responsible for <laughs> anything I'm going to regret saying. Oh, God. I'm just saying. I'm just putting two and two together. I'm not talking about the commissioner. No need to, no need to no share any thoughts. thing is cool. Nate, stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. I, I'm just I, saying. If, if, you, if you come out and say that you're going to deaden the ball, yeah. you and obviously it, had to do something to it. So that yeah. you could deaden the ball and return it to normal. Yeah. By the way, this is a much cheaper option than what you know teams had to do, like the Rockies, throw up a taller fence <laughs> up against the bullpen and make it a little bit more difficult. If we're having teams expand their their size of their field or throwing up higher walls, that's a little more expensive than just creating a new baseball. But I mean, I get what you're saying. Your point is basically just admit that you changed it in the first place. And now you're changing it again for the second time. I'm just curious to see how much weight is going to be taken off, how it affects pitchers. I think that's the most important part. Hitters are going to hit. That's just the way it is. Hitters are going to hit. I just want to see how this affects pitchers. I may be misremembering this, and this may indicate just how poorly I understand weights, but I thought I remember seeing something about like two grams. I don't know what that... It was a two. Whether it was 220 or 200... Which I don't think a 200 gram sounds like a lot, doesn't it? It's really not. We learned this stuff in like elementary school. Two grams sounds right. I don't go to the grocery store and like, how much do these oranges weigh? You just get oranges. Yes, I know. (laughs) The baseball is what, like five, five and a half ounces? Yeah. So then it's like, why are we talking grams? Why is a bait? Why are we talking ounces? It's not quite an ounce or a decimal of an ounce. Yeah. I mean, the change is going to be subtle because if we're only talking one to two feet on a 375 foot fly ball, it's like. How much could you really yeah. be changing it? I don't, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's for old heads, traditionalists, just to say, hey, we're going to try to take a, take a step back to what we were. I don't know. I swear we'll see. That's, I'm, this is, like I'm saying, spring training is more important than ever. Good spring point. training is more important than ever with safety protocols and with this baseball. It's a good point, Nate. It's a good point. Yeah, I'm full of them. Nate, some sad news we received ah. just before we hopped on air. Stop. <laughs> All the bees are gone. <laughs> yeah, killer bees, man. Dropping like flies. <laughs> uh, Andrew Benintendi traded to the Royals in a three-team deal. I don't like it. Keep going. I'm okay with it, but I don't like it. Just elaborate. It's okay. Traded to the Royals in a three-team deal. Red Sox gets outfielder 
<laughs> We're going to go Frankie. I thought it was Franchi, which is not a name of a human being on this planet. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say it's Frankie Cordero because we all know that I'm just terrible with names. But if it is Franchi, you owe me an apology. Uh, the Red Sox also gets right-handed pitcher Josh Winchowski. Again, this is all just coming to us within the last yeah, we just got this. 15 minutes. This is old for you guys. This is, We just got this. Yeah, this is old news. We just got this. Um, and the Mets will be getting outfield prospect Khalil Lee. I don't like it. Are you a little sad? Like I said, I'm okay with it. I understand it. And like I told you, I think his stock is probably about as low as it could get, barring just a total flop of a 2021. I, I know he had a bad last year, a bad 2020, right? Was 2019 bad? Uh, I don't believe it was great. 2018, I believe, was pretty solid. Yeah. And I think since 2018, it's kind of gone downhill, leading him to where he is now at this point, which is in Kansas City. Here's the thing. In my mind, if you're the Red Sox, why? He's not, he's not you know, really affecting your payroll that much. No, but if you can get anything for him, now would be the time. I mean, ideally, you would have traded him sooner, but there would have been no reason to. But I'm saying if... If you come to the conclusion, okay, we're going to get rid of him. We're going to ship him out. Did you now get anything, though? It. No, it was more than what we would have gotten. We got yeah, but, I mean, we got Franchi. If we're talking stocks, you let the low ones ride and just see what happens. Believe and hopefully me. Hopefully he has a decent year. But that's what and I maybe, was hoping for. I mean, uh, think of what he could provide if he had a decent year. And you guys are you know, either in the hunt or out of the hunt, and you can trade him midseason, and you now get a better return. There's going to be plenty of teams in the po- that are going for the postseason that are going to need a lefty bat with playoff experience. I just I, I don't understand the timing of it. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm not saying I disagree with the decision entirely. I just why now? Um, the Red Sox had nothing to lose. You're not getting much in return. I don't know who these names are. Cordero, I've I've heard before. He was kind of highly touted with the Padres before, but doesn't really pan out. I, th- I think this is all just like a swap of dudes for these teams for just a new, you know, new atmosphere, new environment. See if it works for him. I hope he goes off. I Again, hope he goes to the Royals and goes off. He probably will. That's just how these things work, apparently. Uh, but I saw a lot of feedback from Mets fans on Twitter, and mm-hmm. they are of the belief that our friend Steve Cohen once again fleeced the league. So apparently they're pretty high on this Khalil League kid. And as I mentioned, as I read off to you before we hopped on, he was a previous top prospect. He was, I think, 61st is what I told you. Okay. 61st best prospect in the league. Okay. Prior to the 2019 season. So a lot of potential there, a lot of potential with this Andrew Benintendi move, like you said, which I think that's going to happen. I think he goes to Kansas City and just takes off. I think the Royals are a little bit of a sleeper. I'm not going to say they're going to go to win the division. I could see them being equivalent to like the Giants. A little bit of a play a, play a spoiler. They'll play solid baseball. Mondesi at short, stud. Whit Merrifield, second, right field, wherever you want to pop him around, stud. I think he plays center field sometimes too. Sally Perez coming back. They brought Carlos Santana in. But I don't know. I mean, if you're talking twenty you're talking twenty twenty Giants in terms of comparison, I would put the twenty twenty two Royals. Give them just another year. There's another year. And then I mean, Modesty's good. I think I think a lot of people overlook him. I think he's really good. That dude yeah. can swipe bags. And um, I don't know. I, I think it's just a team to look out for that could. It, you're not going to go in there and get three or four dubs. 
they're gonna they're gonna play ball. Just saying, just my prediction. It's about time, man. Tired of the Royals being a being a laughing stock of the league. We need the Royals to be back to what was that, 2015, 2014? 2015's when they went. We need those Royals back. It's good for baseball. It is good for baseball. It's good for the game. Good for the I don't need of any the of these. I don't need all these fans that came out of nowhere and they were like, oh, I'm a Royals fan. Give me. And then now they're back in their holes. You know what? Get rid of the Twins altogether. I'm tired of this team being talked about every year, every offseason. Oh sick of it. I don't just for them to get swept in the postseason. I don't sweat the I don't sweat the twins at all. Give me give me a Royals team that's gonna go in there and at least put up somewhat of an effort. You think they'll win a decent amount of games, the Royals? I, I mean I agree with what you're saying. I don't think I would be I'm I'm probably you think they win eighty high. games? That's tough. I'll say over seventy five. I don't think I'll give them eight. Yeah, yeah. Over seventy five. Yeah, somewhere probably right in there. Yeah. But like I said, I think next year would be next year will be more of okay. a comparison to the 2020 Giants. I, I'm not saying 2020 Giants in general. I'm thinking that they're both on a path upwards. For sure. Giants are in our obviously tougher division, but I think they're up. They're on the up and up. So the Royals. Mahomes, man. Part owner. Just making sure stuff's getting taken care of. Mahomes is just taking L's left and right. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest. That guy was the only one playing. Let's no hope. one else played. <laughs> let's hope it doesn't leak into into the Royals organization. They got they got too much upside. Just keep the offensive line away from. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't think we got any of our Super Bowl predictions right. No, not at all. I had although how many going for three tutties? How many? How many did Brady have? He had three. So I I had that. I had Brady having three. Yeah, I also had that. You um, had one of the scores right? Didn't you predict thirty one? You said thirty one twenty one. I thought. Did I say thirty one twenty one? I think you did. I think I did say thirty one twenty one. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, I think we were both wrong on the Gatorade color. I think it was blue. It was. It was blue. It was blue. What a guess. What a, what a move of all Great the Gatorade flavor, colors. Why'd you go with blue? Nah. No. Did we really just say the opposite thing? No. What? No, not frost. Blue. Give me that. Give me that frost. It depends. It depends on the blue. We. This is a conversation for another day. Depends what on flavor. The blue. Is it? I might put out blue? a poll. Blue is not a flavor. Uh, <laughs> how many fish fish fillets <laughs> did you eat? Several several months, Ryan. <laughs> Uh, Nate Yachty is heading back to the cards. Uh, we knew it. We knew once, it. Uh, once everybody Wayno got locked up. This was a this was a must. Uh, they still need they still need one more bat, in my opinion. Cards still need one more bat, one more thing, and maybe I mean, this some is, of these. That's names... for the that's for the postseason. They they are fine for the regular season. They are going to yeah, be in the playoffs. The yeah, they'll be in but, the playoffs. But you need you need some punch. Uh yeah, I don't know. We're uh, we're not really covering too much of it, but I mean the the, the rankings that we saw Pakota coming out of saying garbage. The Cardinals are going to come in third, and the somehow the not even going to win eighty five games. Yeah, somehow the Cubs are going to win eighty six or eighty seven. Get out of here with that noise. It's a whole lot of noise. I'm not. What what is it? Noise, just noise. No, it's not. It's not the Cubs for me. It's the Cardinals. Just the Cardinals? utter disrespect to the I Cardinals. I think the ranking came out before Arenado was traded. I don't care. Because, like, that if guy it, is worth some dubs. I mean, to me, I don't care if it was before or after. You don't put the Cardinals winning less than 85 games and the White Sox and no, the they had No, they had them at, like, yeah, they had them at, like, what, 82, right? Gross. Gross. Yeah, the Braves was trash, too. That third the Braves place. Was, no, the Bra- worse. They were in fourth place, I think, in that yeah, division. Yeah, fourth place. At like 82, 83 wins. Get out of here. The Braves are winning 90 games. 
I thought we weren't going to go into this. This is my fault. I'm sorry. I brought yeah, it up. Yeah, good going. Yeah, 82 and 80. Brutal. That's garbage. The the Braves the, will win 88 games. No problem. The Nats finishing in second? What are we no. talking about? Nope, nope. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. Josh yeah. Bell could well, bring some, yeah. Still a good rotation. Yeah, we've learned in the past not to sleep on the Nats. I mean, yeah. forgetting 2020. You can throw Either 2020 way. out the window for everybody. Cardinals, Yachty, love it. He's meant to finish his career there. He's meant for one more run. He's meant to be a leader. He's meant to just handle that rotation and that overall pitching staff. The dude is just the most intimidating baseball player, I think, ever. Are you trying to set yourself up for a transition here, Nate? Into sure our am. final segment sure of, am. of the show. Yeah. Our top 10 catchers right now. Comment section got hot on us, bro. I I told you. I posted it and I was out. No thanks. I have no interest in, in reading I read any of those. Oh, I, I read it. I believe it. I'm glad you did because you seem like you're a little fired up today. Look here, people. Look here. First off, start your own page and start your own rankings. How's that? How do you feel about that? Second off, I honestly am not that attached to this list overall. Uh, any of these names can be changed in any order, and I wouldn't care. JT is at the top. Real Muto is the best catcher in the league. That's a, that's a lock. Everyone knows that. I mean, there's you, people putting Yasmani up, up there at the top, but no. I'm just telling yeah, you yeah, what's not what I've been hearing yeah, through I the know. grapevine. And that's wrong. It's a good song. Earth yes. Wind Fire, I think. Um no free ads. Bro, it's a band. You, you could <laughs> there's still still free ads. You get downloads. Money I'm pretty downloads. sure they're they're I think they're a little better off than we are right are they? I think they're a little more well established. Now they are, you're welcome. Um any of this you could swap. Yasmani can be second. That's fine. Wilson Contreras. I mean, they're both studs. Uh, Will Smith is on the up and up. Sally Perez is arguably, but him and Yachty are the best defensive catchers on this list. Basically, what I'm hearing you say right now, guys, look, two through 10, you can put anybody you want on the it, list it in any order. That much. Yeah. But JT Real Muto is the best catcher in the league. That guy's staying. And that's all I have to say for now. Yeah. Not that's it that's what it is jt's at the top the two through ten do whatever you want with it but it has to be there nate have a little conviction behind your picks here all right fine let's back it up a little bit sally perez we'll start with him i think the top four you can argue it a little bit with will smith but sally perez he's coming back dude is a monster behind the plate an absolute monster how many gold gloves dude's sick let's look Put it up some respect next to my man sally James McCann is going to bust out this year. Finally getting out of the shadows. Yasmani's out of his way. He's going to do his thing this year. Okay? And for any of you who don't, uh, MLB Network didn't have Yadier Molina in the top 10. Which is just gross. The, he I, had a, I'm, I'm going to say the, the greatest defensive catcher of all time. He had a gold glove. Ooh, okay. You're, wa- you're, you're walking on thin ice, guy. With Yadi? You're walking on thin ice. Uh, Salvi had gold glove in 13, 14, 15, 16, 18. Stuff. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sally Perez belongs on this list. I mean, granted, we're not, like we said last episode or last rankings episode, we're not taking into account the entire career, but I mean, that's just, it's more so speaking to his pedigree. That's all. Yep. Anyway, continue. Um, Mitch Garver, you pulled a stat that was huge just before we hopped on. Yeah. Through the 2018 through the 2020 season, he had an OPS of 836, which was higher than 
Everybody on this list. Yep. Uh, yep. Well, not taking into account Will Smith because he only played two seasons and only played like a third of 2019. So other than that, he's got a higher OPS through from 2018 to through 2020 than any guy on this list. Yep. He belongs. Austin Nola. I think he ranked either the best or the second best framing catcher in the league since he switched to the catching position. Belongs on the list. Yeah, it's really interesting when people want to make arguments for certain players as to why they feel they should or shouldn't belong. It's like we use offensive stats when we want to. Yeah. But it's like everybody knows that beyond JT and maybe like one or two other guys. None of these guys really do their thing offensively. You're getting like a 250 Mm -hmm. to 60 maybe with guy offensively. So it's like 12 to 18 home runs a year. Yeah, so we got to take into account the defensive metrics. Yeah. Okay, here's the ultimate argument. Here's where everyone's getting pissed off. I'm going to start with the fact that Travis Darno is not on this, this list. And here's why. Because if we're going to say it's okay for names like Javi Baez and Christian Yelich to have had a bad 2020, it's okay. 2020 is a wash in my mind. Is the same reason... I'm not putting Travis Darno at 10 for having a solid 44 games. And look it up. He played 44 games last year. And now he's suddenly All right, a top I'm 10 catcher. I'm Why? 44 games? I'm not awarding someone, just like I'm not condemning someone, for 2020. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. Not going to happen for anybody, any list that we move forward with. I'm not solely basing it on 2020. The same way I'm not going to say, and trust me, Coming from a Yankees fan, Gary Sanchez is the most frustrating Yankee I've ever watched. I hated A-Rod, but Gary Sanchez is the most frustrating Yankee I've ever watched. But 115 home runs in 400 games. That's what Gary Sanchez has. 115 home runs in 400 games. I think 422 games. That's pretty damn good. Uh, Belongs on the list. Travis Darno? No. Caught stealing percentage, Gary Sanchez, higher percentage than Travis Darno. Look it up. Yeah, I'm looking at Darno's numbers. They're not stellar, Nate. They're really not. Besides his 44 solid games last year, great. Good job. Proud of you. To be fair, they do fall into that window we were talking about, like the 250, like 12 to 16, 12 to 18 bombs. They do kind of fall in that window. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if I think he had over 300. I don't know if that resume necessarily warrants a, a top five spot on yeah. the list like some of these people were calling for the, the silver slugger awards um it really i think the only one that is is arguable and and can say that he's gonna be there every year is dj lemayhew he won that silver slugger because that's what he does the guy wakes up and hits over 300 no matter what other than that i'm not giving anyone props for having a solid 40 to 60 games last year not happening Specifically with me, directly with me as a fan, we just talked about this. I saw Domingo Herman in 2019 have a f- stellar first half. Was a top five pitcher in the first half of 2019. <laughs> the second half. And then domestic abuse stuff. So, I'm not going to talk about 44 games, dude. Not to mention, you bring up uh, that brings up a good point. The people that are applauding my... Point, the point that I made on Twitter the other day, or following Bauer signing with the Dodgers, where it's like, look at his ERA. He had, what did I say, like over over a three? It was, yeah, it was around four. for. Or yeah, it was years. like yeah. 
yeah, like nearly a four ERA for just about every year mm-hmm. for the last seven or eight. Yeah. And then he goes out and wins a Cy Young. And then I said, is it safe to say, given what I just shared, that he trolled his way to earning a $40 million yes. contract? 100%. And people are like, oh, my gosh, such a great point, yada, yada, yada. Those are the same people that are saying uh, Travis Arnaud's 2020 uh, puts him in, like, the top five of catchers right now. It's like, no, you can't Negative. have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. No. Sorry. It's not happening. It's really not. Um, there's such things as dudes getting on streaks. I think in the mid 2000s, do you remember the name Shelly Duncan? Yep, Cardinals, first, correct? Yankees. There was he was a Duncan brother. There were two Duncans. Donuts. Yeah, no free ads. Uh, um, no, Duncan. Donuts his first four at bats, four home runs, and then the guy fell off the map. Nowhere to exist. I think he did go to the Cardinals at some point. No, there was definitely a Duncan with the Cardinals. I think they were brothers. With. Either way, yeah, I'm not doing not the good. 44 games. It's I'm sorry. Darno, yes. I'll put him at 11. Sure. But not on the list. Yeah. And this, by the way, I'm not saying Gary Sanchez is incredible. I'm not saying I love Gary Sanchez behind the plate. The guy is the most... I've lost hair because of him watching baseball games. This is his last shot. But offensively, the dude will figure it out. He is a solid hitter. 115 home runs and 422 games. That's special. And it needs to be recognized. That's it. That's all I'm going to say about this list. Travis Darno, give me a solid 100 and I'm not going to say 62 catcher. We'll just say 130. Give me a solid 130 games, 120 games even. And you win the Silver Slugger? Then you have 20 bombs and 85 RBIs? Fine. You'll be in the top five. You'll be in the top 10. Whatever. Not right now. 44 games? No. Uh-uh. Not going to have this argument. The same way when we get to shortstop at this position... In the top oh, 10 shortstops, baby, Javi Baez me. is going to be on that list. I don't care about a bad 2020. He's going to be on that list. Christian Yelich is going to be on that top 10 list. I don't care about 2020. If only we did designated hitters. If only I could drop this freaking mic right now. Drop it. Don't do that, man. We we waited too long to get these mics nice for you to mic. drop it. It's a nice mic. I love you. All right. Well said. Looking forward to shortstop. That'll be fun. We mapped this out just right. It'll be a position every week. Right up until opening day. Is that what we said? Yeah, right up until opening day. You're welcome. No you big deal. Wild. Shortstop. I'm I'm coming. You're really gonna put Xander at the top? Uh, stop. I didn't say that. <laughs> top but five. I'm gonna do my research. Top best three is it. gonna be an argument. You best believe it. Two. You best believe I'm gonna be doing my research. That's all I got, Nate. Look, people, it's time to celebrate. It's baseball season. Start dusting off the swag. If you realize that you gained a little weight from the COVID era, maybe you need to purchase new swag. We have that stuff. We have more stuff coming. So if you need to check out the shop, I recommend it. Maybe you, some, some of you got a little chubby. Maybe some of you got cut up, got a little yoked. Either way, you need a bigger size, hit the shop. It's not that hard. We got swag coming. In the meantime, don't go chasing crew. I love the unexpected shop plug. You never know. Shop's been getting a little lonely. I've been I've been a little depressed. I, I miss working on the shop. That was fun. We that was we've like got a, we've got plenty of shirts that we're about to bring out. That was an all time sprint last year when we were just cranking them out left and right. The, the creative juices are flowing. I'm already flowing. Easy, guy. Take it easy. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. Look! You-
Sand!